Hello everyone, this is Andrew Conover, although most of my friends call me AJ, especially in this world that this podcast is going to be a part of. Um, I decided to start this podcast, it's called The Uphill Goat, and the purpose of this podcast is to share with you stories of my experiences, my learnings in backcountry skiing and mountain bike racing. And I hope that this can be a helpful tool for both me and for you in learning more about how we can explore the mountain safely and also more quickly. Um, I like the name Uphill Goat because I enjoy going uphill both on skis and on bikes. And it's definitely where one of my strengths is. And so that's why I chose the name Uphill Goat. And in short, this podcast is basically just going to be a short recording each day. Um, I would like everyone to hold me accountable to producing new content every day. And this podcast will be available on Spotify and hopefully other normal um, normal platforms for listening. And, and today, I really just kind of want to do a brief introduction. So... My name's Andrew Conover, like I said earlier, and I, I've been racing mountain bikes since I was 14, so for the past eight years, and I'm recently getting more into backcountry ski touring, and we'll have my first ski mountaineering races here shortly as well. I ride for Spry Cycles, which is a local company here in American Fork, Utah, and I am a mountain bike coach, a private coach as well. I um, help coach several athletes right now mostly high school kids and helping them achieve their goals and accomplish the things that they're hoping to achieve. And I'm also a student at Brigham Young University um, and racing mountain bikes independently for them as well. I raced in collegiate nationals this last year. I've been able to have a successful career, many would say, through bike racing. Um, In the high school series, I was able to podium a lot of races and win several. I got third at state my senior year. Um, and I love to race, something that I look forward to and something that I've learned a lot from. So that's a little bit about me and about kind of the focus of this podcast. Um, and if anyone has any questions, you can comment. The reality is probably no one will listen to this podcast, but after I have hundreds of these, maybe people will start to catch on and it could be a good opportunity for people to learn and for me to meet new people. For now, this podcast will just be me and my learnings, but I imagine that as it grows, I will start to have different people on the show or on the podcast. And I'll probably keep these all within around 10 minutes, especially when it's just me. Um, And I'll kind of just share different things I'm learning. One thing I've been thinking, I guess I can go ahead now. And in addition to this introduction, I will share a recent thing I've been thinking about for backcountry skiing. I've taken three different people backcountry skiing for either their first time or one of their first times this week. And it's made me think about something that I've taken a while to figure out in my backcountry skiing, and that is how to dress. Most of the people who backcountry ski are coming from resort skiing, and they're used to wearing full snow pants and coats, mittens, lots of layers, maybe even a puffer coat. And they dress fairly similarly for the backcountry skiing. And then they sweat a lot, get really hot, and end up taking off all their clothes. Or they sweat and then freeze and end up being more cold. I went through the same thing. I definitely dressed too heavy many times. Um, 
And what I've begun to realize, what I start doing now, I know that a lot of the people who I'm friends with are mountain bike racers. I wear a lot of my bike clothes when I, my winter bike clothes when I tour. Um, touring is another word for backcountry skiing. So it's when you hike up and ski down. And what I do, depending on the weather, I either wear long underwear or fleece pants with some Under Armour sweats over the top of them. And the sweats are stretchy enough that they can cuff over my boot and they keep all the snow off. Utah is famous for its extremely dry snow. And so you don't actually really have to worry about your clothes getting wet. You don't really have to have waterproof clothes in Utah. Unless it's raining or snowing really hard or it's a really wet storm. All of which are fairly uncommon. And so that's my go-to is a base layer with, with Under Armour sweats over the top. If it is really cold or if it is really wet, I'll wear snow pants. I have a pair of Steel bibs that I picked up in Park City a couple of months ago. And those work really great for the colder or wetter days. And up top, I wear, depending on weather again, either a base layer or no, or no base layer with um, a long sleeve bike jersey from DNA Cycling with a biking shell. The one I have, I went at a race um, eight hours of Sundance several years ago and it's just a super light windbreaker that's meshed in the back half of the back is even open so you can reach your jersey pockets but i found that this works perfectly because it's breathable and it blocks the wind Um, it's definitely not waterproof but because the snow is so low density and falls off so quickly i've never had a problem getting wet in it even on pretty wet days in fact really wet days i would say it's um i've been able to avoid getting wet the trickiest thing that i found is for my hands and toes. I don't have the best circulation, and so this can be kind of tricky. Um, What I have found this year is that if I wear a pair of super light kind of running type outdoor gloves, then that can help wick away the moisture, and I wear an over mitt over the top. I have a pair of La Sportiva over mitts that are made for racing, and they have slits in the palm so you can open up super easily and for ventilation, And I found that having the liners helps avoid the sweat coming into the mitten and freezing. Um, And that's helped me a ton over the past few weeks when I got them, courtesy of John Jonas, my main ski buddy. And that has been an excellent um, change for my hands. I've been able to avoid cold hands frequently. The other thing I see people doing a lot is they, they strap their ski helmet to their backpack and then they put it on for the way down and strap it back on for the way up, which is fine, but it's just another step in the process every time. And they make special backcountry ski touring helmets that you can just wear the whole time. They're super light and comfortable, and then you never have to take it on or off. I don't have one, and so I just use my bike helmet. If you have a bike helmet, that can work great. It's breathable, it's light, and I wear it the whole time. That way I don't have to take it on and off, and it just takes, it saves another step, you know, another 30 seconds per lap which throughout the season is going to end up being several runs that um, you could have done. And I pair that with a pair of sunglasses. The bike helmet I use is an Oakley, um, one of their Oakley helmets with, and then I have the sunglasses I use are, I don't even remember what they're called right now. Anyways, they're, they're basically just a typical kind of big coverage sunglasses. And I found that I never even need to bring goggles anymore. I've had some of not some of, I've had the deepest days of my life so far this year, big days where I'm, I've been skiing, you know, for seven hours and doing 8,500 feet with face shots almost every turn. 
and I find that my face might be cold for a couple of minutes after being in the snow for so long, but then it quickly warms up and down on the way up, and I found that goggles are unnecessary 99% of the time. For me, 100% of the time, if you're willing to go through a little bit of discomfort. But you can simply wear sunglasses the whole time, and then you never have to take those on or off either, which will save you another 30 seconds and, and more space in your bag. Um, and then depending on weather, I'll either wear a light beanie underneath my helmet with a net gaiter, or I'll twist the net gaiter and wear it as a super light beanie, or I'll just wear the beanie or just the net gaiter, or none of the above, depending on the weather, the temperature, and the sun. The other thing you have to think about is you have to look at sun and wind. Um, even if it's extremely cold outside, if it's sunny and if there's no wind, you will be warm. The way the sun reflects off the snow, it always is warm. I'm always surprised when it's 12 degrees outside but sunny with no wind. You can be wearing a t-shirt and you will feel fine. So think about that. However, if it's 30 degrees and snowing or windy and no sun, it's going to be cold. So you have to be aware of that. I found that as long as you have a decent base layer and a light shell, you're normally okay for the uphill. The key is to think dress for the uphill. The downhill is short enough, and if you transition quickly enough, you won't have to stand at the top for very long. And so it's better to dress for the uphill, and then you'll be fine for the downhill. Because then you'll start going uphill again, and, um, and you'll never be cold. Or you'll only briefly be cold, but it's better than being... It's better than being hot and sweating and then freezing and being really cold. So wear something breathable and dress for the uphill are the main takeaways. Um, and if you're a biker, wear your winter bike clothes. They're already made to be breathable and are going to be much better um, for your uphill ski touring than your resort setup that you currently have. So this is the first episode of the Uphill Goat. I hope that this will be a fun little adventure moving forward. Thanks for listening.